Welcome back. This is episode number three of the High Value Conversation. I'm your host, Aaron Alhendrino, the High Value Man and a former Pam. Pam is the passive aggressive man, the man that truly does not live his best life of fulfillment. He is just struggling to get by. He's insecure. He's constantly judging. He's highly critical. The Pam problem is a serious problem that's facing our nation, facing all of masculinity, passivity, passivity as men, and self-sabotaging aggressiveness, internal aggression where you are turning to vices rather than stacking victories. That is the Pam problem. That is a passive-aggressive man problem. And the only solution to the Pam problem is to become a high-value man. A high-value man first has high-value conversations with himself. His internal self-talk, his confidence, his character is truly of value. He contributes to the world of men. He contributes to his work. He contributes with value to his woman. He is a leader. He is a lighthouse. He is truly an example of masculinity. The high-value man is a man of value. And it all begins with the high-value conversation. And that's what you're stepping into today, a high-value conversation where we're talking about today, the topic today is how to build relationships with other men. You see, the Pam problem, Pam, because he's passive aggressive, because he's afraid of conflict, because he's afraid of confrontation, because he's afraid of competition, because he doesn't have friends with other healthy men, he doesn't have another man, another group of men to truly lean into. Men grow in their masculinity based on the modeling they get from healthy men. So if you've had poor modeling in masculinity growing up, you had an abusive father figure, you had a deadbeat dad, you had a completely detached, passive-aggressive father like so many men we know these days have had. You did not get the lessons in leadership of how to be a man. And so the issues that you're facing in insecurity, not feeling good enough, not feeling up for the test, feeling like you're constantly having to figure things out and you just don't know if you're good enough or if you can solve this problem, asking yourself that question is, am I man enough for this? It is the ache. It is the deep burning question that is hard wired in the soul of every single man. And if you can't answer that, it's because you have not brought the question to a healthy tribe. The only way that a man answers the question deep down in his soul of, am I man enough for this? He can't bring it to his woman. That is a flaw. That is a problem that so many men do is they bring that burning question to their woman looking for the validation from a beauty. It is not her role to validate you, men. You have to bring that question to a tribe of men a tribe of men that are on path, a tribe of men that are initiated. A healthy man can knight another man into manhood. That is the only way. It is the old way, it is an ancient way. It is built into our body and our blood. It is the reason why tribes of men have been coming together since the dawn of time. Men need men and men need men to grow. And men, I gotta tell you, for you to reach the next level of greatness and success, you have to surround yourself with great men. How do you build yourself amongst high value men? How do you get initiated into the tribe of men? Well, first and foremost, you have to develop that high value conversation with yourself. You have to know who your critic is inside your head. You have to know who the coach is and you have to know who the cheerleader is. You have to distinguish the three C's inside your brain and to start taking advice from the coach and the cheerleader and not the critic. I said this in episode one is you have to identify the enemy. And for me, the enemy was the passive aggressive man. So anytime passivity shows up in my life, I identify, I shine the light on it. And anyone around me that knows me, and especially my lady, I've given her permission to call out Pam if Pam shows up in a conversation or throughout the day. When I recognize the trigger or the trauma or that passivity, the judgment, the criticism, I write it down. I'll speak on it. I'll share something on my platforms. I'm not going to allow Pam to have a fucking inch because that motherfucker, she'll take an inch and turn it into a motherfucker. Mile. And so 
You turn the problem into the possibility by first shining the light on it. That's how you begin to build your relationship with men. Second piece is you have to create a relationship by asking for help. As men, we typically don't want to ask for help. You know, there are so many memes out there about not wanting to ask for directions until we're already lost. We want to figure it out on our own. This is part of the biggest sicknesses and symptoms that affect so many men that are trying to figure things out. They're trying to figure out everything in life on their own. And then they deal with the frustration and the inadequacy because they don't feel good enough by sedating, by acting as a false macho, by acting false cocky and arrogant and not raising their hand. So if you really want to build a relationship with healthy men, you have to first identify that you need someone in your life by identifying the problem. That is number one. Number two is you have to be willing to ask for help. And asking for help can show up in many different ways. Getting a coach, getting a mentor, joining a conversation like this, joining a tribe of men that are on path on purpose. We've got the project as a great opportunity and solution. If you're ready for that crucible, 75-hour personal de development experience, specifically to give men the confidence that they have been lacking for so long by initiating them into a brotherhood. Join a tribe like Battle Ready, which is a men's fitness program, 90-day transformation program to build your perfect fake body, get lean, jacked, and shredded. Because if you're not physically looking the part, there's no way that you're mentally looking the part either, guys. And that is just foundational for us as men. We have to be physically strong so we can be emotionally strong, so we can be spiritually strong. But you got to ask for help. That's the next thing. And so as you start asking for help, a good way to look at asking for help as you are on this masculine journey is to begin by curiosity. Start asking questions to get to know the men around you that you admire. And you, we all have access to so many great men. We can ask questions through social media by asking questions and getting curious about how other men have gone on their healing journey by asking questions to those that we look up to in our family, in our business. If there is someone higher on the ladder of success in your area, in your business, in your household, in your family, get curious onto how they made that journey happen. If a man has something that you want, and it could be the business, the bank account, the body, it could be the woman, it could be whatever you believe he has that you want, begin by getting curious and asking the questions with genuine curiosity. Because the way that you build a mentoring relationship, a mentor-mentee relationship, is with genuine curiosity. Every man is a teacher and every man is a student. And if you truly want to embark down the path of masculinity and reach the next level of your value to have the woman, the work, and have the respect from the world of men, you have to have a tribe of men that raises your standard, which means you're going to need a mentor. You're going to need someone to lean into as you are struggling through the ups and the downs of the unfamiliar territory. Anytime we venture into a new territory, we can, of course, take the solo route of the lone wolf and say, I'm going to figure it out. I'm my own, but chances are you've been figuring out on your own long enough, motherfucker. And that's the reason you're listening to this podcast is because you recognize and realize that there is a better solution. And the only way to do it is by time collapsing. Take the lessons, take the suffering, take all the experiences learned by other men and start asking questions. Be curious, not confrontational, but be curious. Start to lean into the curiosity of how other men have grown on their journey. So first you 
admit that there's a problem and you identify the enemy by identifying maybe Pam or some other level of nice guy syndrome you might be facing through. Number two is you start getting curious. The men that have what you want, you start asking the questions. You're reading the books. A good place to start is what are the top three books that you've read that have pointed you on this path of purpose? And I'll share with you two of mine, two of my top books that every man should read on his journey to enlightenment and is No More Mr. Nice Guy by Dr. Robert Glover. Man, the No More Mr. Nice Guy sickness and syndrome is affecting so many men. It is where I came up with Pam, the passive aggressive man, but the nice guy is constantly friend zone. He's people pleasing. He is avoiding all the real work. He's not getting his needs met because he's lying. He's a chameleon and he's afraid of rejection. He's afraid of confrontation. He doesn't have a strong, healthy relationship with other men. He was more than likely raised by women and passive men. And so he's struggling through life, just trying to be nice because he doesn't want to be seen as aggressive like other men. And so No More Mr. Nice Guy was a pivotal book in my personal development. The second book was Emotional Intelligence 2.0 by Dr. Travis Bradbury. It came with a survey inside. This is a hard copy book I'd recommend you get. The survey will give you your emotional intelligence across four quadrants. I don't remember right off the top of my head what the four quadrants are, but self-awareness, social awareness, relationship management, and then one other one. But it gives you a scoring across those four quadrants. And my scoring about 10 years ago was a 48. If you know anything about academics, 48 out of 100, that is failing. That is failing. That is failing. I was failing in all of my relationships, especially my relationships with myself. And most importantly, I was failing my relationships with other men. I didn't trust them. I didn't trust other men. And so therefore I could not trust myself. Think about that. Connect those dots, men. If you don't trust other men, it's because you don't trust yourself. I didn't trust myself for so many years because I was breaking promises to myself because I was breaking promises to myself. All I saw was broken promises in other men. And because that's all I saw, that's all I allowed to have happen. And that's how I had every relationship with men. And so I did not get the initiation that I needed as a 27, 28 year old. I was still struggling, lone wolf, trying to figure things out. I'm an only child raised by a single mom, brought up by three abusive father figures. And I can tell you from experience that not having a tribe of men like I have now, I've got a brotherhood. I've got mentors. I've got coaches. I've got guys that hold me to a high fucking standard constantly and consistently. If I did not have that now, I would would not be here now. And I can tell you where I am right now is fucking heaven. It is beautiful. There is a beautiful woman inside the house. I'm doing the work that I love. I get to connect and have conversations like this with men that truly, truly are on path. I get to see the sickness of passivity. I get to see the sickness of the nice guy syndrome. And I get to see so many ways that we get to grow through it together as men on the path. And so I share this with you because those two books gave me an insight. I got curious as to what other men had rather than being envious and critical and judgmental. I got curious. Once I got curious, I was able to start conversations. And so number one is the awareness of the demon you're facing. What is the problem? What are the three voices in your head? The coach, the cheerleader, and the critic. Number two, get curious with those that have have what you want. If they have what you want, the body, the business, the bank account, the woman, the lifestyle, the confidence, whatever it is that you desire, your desire points the way. If you desire something another man has, don't be envious. Don't be a fucking passive little bitch. Get curious as to how they did it. Because if one man can, so can I. Make that your mantra. If one man can, so can I. Make that your mantra. I said it again. Number three is after you have the curiosity and you gain the awareness, you need to start having the conversations. The conversations are going to open the door. The conversation should begin with vulnerability. And the vulnerability can be very simple as this. You seem to be on path with your purpose. I want to be there too. There's something you have 
There's something that you've got. You've got a light. You got a fire, and I want to ignite it in myself. And that may sound a little bit woo woo, but the truth of the matter is, men love mentoring. We love guiding other men on the path. The reason the project was born, my friends, completely by accident. It was by curiosity, and it was by the right conversation. The divine timing pointed the way, and it opened the door. Bedros Kulian and I. Bedros Kulian, a very successful entrepreneur, the business scaler. The guy is a genius when it comes to scaling business. He is a Fortune 500, Fortune 100. I I believe an entrepreneur. He's been crushing it in many different sectors. He is a friend. He's a brother and he's one of my closest mentors. I look up to the man. He has done an incredible job. He introduced me to my beautiful woman. He has helped give me, given me the platform for so much confidence and so much growth. I owe so much to him and I'm so grateful for the relationship, but it all began first by being curious as to what he did. I did a deep dive in who he was before I had the opportunity to come work with him. Then we had a conversation working out after being curious. I had a conversation. The conversation conversation was open and honest. Bedros, B, as I call him, B, you shared something when you were growing up. You were molested, so was I. And I want to live in a world where grown men don't relate about being molested, but they live in a world where they talk about the legacy they're leaving behind. That open, honest, vulnerable conversation from man to man, two grown-ass men talking about a horrible thing, that vulnerability opened the door opened the door. That was the conversation opener that opened the door to the project, the path, purpose, and mission. One of the many things that I am blessed to be able to do. We're now 14 classes in, three years in. We've had 170 graduates, roughly. We've had over 250 men come through the program. Life-changing for families, life-changing for men. And it has opened even more doors to the Squire program, a father and son 12-hour rite of passage. It has opened so many more doors to employing our graduates and building lifelong friendships and brotherhood. All of that started because of curiosity, internal self-talk that allowed me first to have the confidence to have this conversation with another man that is much more successful, much further along down the road than I am. All of this happened because of the conversation and leaning into the suffering, leaning into the conversation of healing. And that's how you build relationships with other men. First, you have to identify inside yourself, the voice of the critic, the voice of the coach, the voice of your cheerleader. You have to begin to differentiate those three voices so that you begin to only listen to the cheerleader and the coach. You have to become curious of other men on their path, on their journey, and start asking the questions of how they got to where they're at. Because if one man can, so can I. Now I've said it three times, and there's now a contract with the universe. Make it your personal contract. If one man can, so can I. This is the foundation for the high value conversation. After you become curious to their journey, you need to start actually having the conversation. Reach out, ask for help, ask for a coach, ask for a mentor, build a relationship with somebody that has what you want. Find someone that's got the one woman, the one great relationship, somebody that has the confidence clearly by action, doing the work they love, somebody that has the tribe of men, the respect from other men that are on path and high value. Start building conversation with that type of man and ask if you can be a part of their tribe. Ask if you can get some mentoring from them. Ask if you can be guided by them so that you can truly level up and time collapse your own personal journey. Once you've done these three things consistently, consistently in the area of men, you'll start to build relationships and the relationship is where the real healing amongst men happens. You see, as men, we need the confrontation, we need the conflict, and we need the competitiveness of other men to truly reach our potential. Men don't grow without confrontation, conflict, and competition. Men don't grow without confrontation, conflict, 
and competition. We need confrontation, the challenge, the passivity, to challenge us to be fucking aggressive, to challenge us to be more assertive. We need the competition to push ourselves against another man that's in our category because if one man can, so can I. And we need the conflict to remind us that we are strong enough, that we are fucking built for this journey, that we can take the punches on the chin and get back up. That when we fall down from the conflict, the confrontation, we see it as a competition to make ourselves better. Men, we need a tribe. We need a tribe, man. We need a tribe. And that's where this high value conversation is going. It is going all around that first conversation with yourself, all around the conversation you're going to start having with the men around you to level up, to reach the next level, to truly add value. Because a high value man on path to this purpose, who is passionate, who is moving in the direction of his God-given talents, gifts, and abilities, that is the man that changes the world. Guys, if you enjoyed today's episode, this conversation with the high value conversation, do me a favor, share it with a friend, tag another man on the journey, a man that is transforming from Pam, the passive aggressive man, the Pam problem turned into a high value conversation. Let's build more men of value in this world. And if you enjoyed this conversation, do me a favor and leave me a comment, leave me a review, share this with somebody that needs it. And let me know what your number one, your number one plan is in this upcoming week. What conversation are you going to have? What are you curious about? And how can I start supporting you on your journey? Much love, many blessings, and I'll talk to you soon. Boom.